Hi, everybody, and welcome to John Hennigan's Old Time Radio Show. So glad you could join us. It's going to be really terrific. we got some really wacky, zany old records for you tonight. Boy, oh boy. It's, it's going to be a swell time. <laughs> This is uh, 
John Hennigan. It's August 6, 2015. As I was told to time and date the show by <laughs> our, our special guest yes. here. I'm a strong believer in dates. The wonderfully generous Robert Crumb yes, here I in an undisclosed location in the south of France <laughs> in his record dome. Indeed. A cave with fairies and uh, magical beans and uh, a vast selection of shellac. That's right. An embarrassment of musical riches. Yeah. And today we're going to do uh, Turkish-Armenian records. Is yes. that right, sir? Yeah. Turkish-Armenian. Yeah. And sometimes there's not a clear distinction between the two. And we and again, as with the African stuff, we don't know very much about it. Right. We know what we like. There's probably some guy in Istanbul somewhere who's a big expert. They probably laugh at this show, the stuff we're going to say about dates and times and places. Right. But having said that, it's all going to be great. Okay, the record we just listened to was by somebody named Irfan Dogrusoz. Hmm. And that's... <coughs> I, I know that it's Turkish because it says... Mahur Turku on the label, hmm. but the label it's made in Czechoslovakia on the Herses label. Weird. So <laughs> I weird. found it in Paris. Yeah. How how would you look at that label and think there was going to be some great old Turkish music? No idea. <coughs> I fortunately I was able to listen to it before I bought it. Huh. Great. Really great. You know mm. nothing about it. Irfan Dogrusaz. <laughs> Thank you. 
Okay. That was Zernaki or Zernasi Amin. It says on the tiny print on the label, made in Greece, but it's not Greek music. And Emin, I think that's Turkish. And they, somehow the, the song titles and things look Turkish to me. It was really nice. Yeah. Well, when do you think that's from? Well, it's really hard to say. Yeah. It's this white HMV label. doesn't have a lead in groove. So I'd say it's probably late 30s. Huh. Hard to say. Actually, I could look up in the in Paul Vernon's book. He has a, a pretty good listing of HMVs by these <coughs> matrix numbers. Like this is AO4100. So, <coughs> I could look that up and see if it's in there. AO, the, those letters are indications of the the uh, recording engineer. They all have this these designations like that. Oh, and really? Then, and Paul Vernon found this information in from the HMV f archives in England of these recording engineers and the dates of where they were and then the and then the matrix numbers. That's interesting. I didn't realize that. Let me look that up. No. It's not listed in here. Karadere harman olur mu dibide orman olur mu dibide orman olur Dün gece sevdiğim yer bugün elin olur mu Sevdiğim yar bugün elin olur Şeker alalım, şeker alalım Köyümüze gidelim düğün kuralım Şeker alalım, alalım şeker alalım Köyümüze gidelim düğün kuralım Ben koymuş arasın, ben konmuş arasın Az verdim çok yalvardım şu kızın alasın Az verdim çok yalvardım kızın alasın Şeker alalım, şeker alalım Köyümüze gidelim, düğünü kuralım Şeker alalım, alalım şeker alalım Oh, my God. 
That was great. Great yeah. playing and singing, huh? Yeah. Really nice. On the Ararat label, you know, Mount Ararat was supposedly where the Noah's Ark settled after the flood. Oh, really? Must be a lot of animals up there. And the guy's name is Udi Hrant. He made some other records. I found some other stuff on Ararat that wasn't so good. It's a post-war label. Oh. I think, pretty sure. And some of it was too slick sounding, but I like him. Ex yeah, that was really exceptional. Another thing I don't know is if this label's American or not. Hmm. Probably not. It says Exclusivité Alcaz. Doesn't sound like it would be English. Exclusivité. Udi Harant. What was it, that, that string there instrument? Do you know what that Probably is? Maybe a oud? It says oud on there, right? It does. It says ouz, yeah. zil, kenan, or kenan, kanun, and darbuka. Oh, you know what you just made me think of? Can you play me one of those records by the, uh, well, I should say us, our, our radio audience, by my the favorite uh, Black Sea fiddler? Uh, fiddle, yeah. Sadiq. Sadiq, yeah.
like how he uh, almost ends with "Good evening, friends." <laughs> it's like the fiddling John Carson yeah. of the Black Sea. <laughs> that was great. Yeah, that's uh, what's his name, Rizeli Kemensesi Sadiq. Now Kemensesi, I think the Kemenshi or Kemensi. Kemensesi, maybe maybe it's Kemenshechi or Chits. I think Chitsi. that's the the name of the Turkish fiddle that he's. Playing. Oh yeah. Uh. Yeah, Kemensi or Kemenshi. Yeah. It's spelled differently in Kemenshi. different places. Hmm. But that's like the Turkish fiddle. They actually, you know, huh. it's not like a small American fiddle. It's like an instrument that stands up. Oh yeah, it's a stand up thing. Oval, uh. You know, but it's it's uh. it's not as it's much smaller than like a cello or something like that. Huh. But huh. that's the instrument that these guys were playing. You seen a picture of somebody playing one? Or somebody well, they holding still make one? the instrument. Oh yeah. Oh. Yeah. So hmm. yeah. Huh. Um, you can so find the instrument the online. The tradition goes on. Yeah, yeah. Oh, good. This says recorded in 1931 in oh, Istanbul. Really? Wow. Incredible. You have it on that same label? No, I have it on a different label. Yeah? yeah. And I've actually seen this record on three or four different labels, including a green label, Columbia. Really? And something else, yeah. Really? A green Columbia? Yeah, this particular recording. Really? Man. How would that go from HMV to Columbia? I That's don't know. HMV. Maybe it's just he recorded the same song for different companies. Maybe. This is on I'm the... I'm pretty certain of that. The Turkish HMV is called Sahibin Sesi. <laughs> Sahibin. That must mean master. That's, yeah. a, that's like Eastern Turkey, right? That tradition, oh. Black Sea tradition. Oh, yeah, Black Sea, right. Yeah. So it's far from Istanbul. That's in the back country. That's yeah, kind of... The end of the line, right? Real country. Yeah, that kind of goes with the goat herder stuff. Yeah. <laughs> You're goat herders. <laughs> Thank you. 
strange harmonies there. Yeah, it's, it's really bizarre. Great. That's also on the Sahibin Sesi label. There's a lot of moaners on this Turkish records, you know. I call them moaners. They're just guys that go, oh, 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 oh. Yeah, I know what you mean. Uh, that gets old after a while. Yeah. But now that was great music. Now, what would you call it to me? Like, that's like music to seduce your woman by? I mean, what, what was that music played for? No idea. No idea. Can't help you. Yeah. It's not exactly like trance music, you know, but. No. There's not. something. Uh, or dance. I don't know if it's dance music. I don't know what it is. It might be just like a. I couldn't see guys dancing to that. I it could might see be like cafe or restaurant music. I don't know. Yeah, I have no idea. <laughs> or just like background music for, uh, you know, dinner at the court. I don't know. Hmm. I have no idea. It's really great. Yeah, and I think that the uh, listings on the label are by instrument and then the guy's name, like. Udi Mustafa. A lot of times it's Tomani. all mixed up. It's hard yeah. to yeah, tell. I think they were, they're kind of careless about how they labeled stuff in yeah. a lot of these ethnic records.
kind of trance music. Oh, that was great. Beautiful, but like you said, you don't know if that was just dinner music or, you know. <laughs> yeah. Like at first it's, it starts, you know, sounds out, sounds really dark and exotic, and then it just kind of sounds like nice, you know, background music to have dinner to. Yeah, in a local restaurant. Yeah. A bunch of guys wearing red fizzes, you know, with bow ties. Yeah. And, and again, it doesn't say the names of the musicians on the label. So it just says the instruments. Oud, Kaman, Kanun, and Clarinet. You know, I just passed on like probably like 10 of these on the white label, Odeon, Columbia, and His Master's Voice, and they all had those instruments listed <laughs> on Well, yeah, I'd take a chance on it for, what, 10 bucks each, something like that, yeah. probably. You don't think I made a horrible mistake? Well, they'll turn up tell. again.
Well, to those of the uh, old-time radio show listeners who would fall into the categories of complaining about us doing too much chatting, they must love these shows because we just don't have too much to say. And, and we like it. They d- there's no designation of the musician on that label either. And that's called a, a shifty telly, which is a kind of a instrumental, Turkish instrumental, shifty telly. Okay, so that's a certain type of instrumental. Yeah. And as you pointed out, like I, I thought at first that was some kind of clarinet-type horn. Obviously, it wouldn't be a clarinet. Then you pointed out that that was a string instrument. You could hear the yeah. bowing on the well, fast At first, it was hard to tell whether yeah. it was a string instrument or some kind of little horn. But then, as you listen, as it went into it more, it seemed sort of obvious that it was a string instrument. Yeah. Probably, again, held upright, you know? Yeah, yeah. Played upright. It's really great. Yeah. yeah. This label also has a sticker on it from this store in Paris where a lot of these Turkish and Armenian records that I found in Paris came from this store. H. Artinian Phonos. That store's still around? It says Greek, Turkish, and Armenian records. I don't think it's there anymore. When you say you don't think, like, that's not very definitive. Well, like, you if know, it's who still knows? There, it might be a room upstairs or behind the st- what's why, there now that could be full of 78s. There? Why aren't we there? That's right. They're probably going like, well, where's that old skinny guy that used to buy all these Armenian and Turkish records? Now we got them all stacked up here. Eh, we'll probably just put them in the dump. And somebody will eventually find it and say, all those years it was sitting there, nobody cared. Come on, man. <laughs> we got to get to the bottom of it. The address is on this sticker. Let's go.
was intense. Yeah. That has that same sticker from that. Yeah, I noticed that, that when you pulled it out. Okay, that was. Uh, his name is. Yegizar Effendi. Effendi is a, 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 a in, you know, some kind of a, what do you call it, appellation. It's not a name, Effendi. Huh. That's from the, again, from the H. Artinian store in Paris. Discs Armenian, Greek, and Turk. 28 Rue Lesage, Paris. My God, this sounds like a too good, like a dream come true. What, what are we doing? They just gave out the address over the air. Like every, every <laughs> they're going to be running be over there. a plane to Paris, <laughs> or even if someone in Paris hears it, they'll run over there. Yeah. What about our our friend there, Bakelite? Right. And who knows? Maybe if went there, they said like you know Turkish uh, souvenirs out front. You know, it'd still be like a souvenir shop or something. Oh. <laughs> you got you still got any of the seventy eights? Well, yeah. With there. Locked away in the back room. We used them for insulation. They're all behind these walls. That was great. And uh, as you kind of, well, you alluded to during one of those records, you said it, it sounded like it could have been a little Greek, but you know, to, to my novice ears, anyways, it, it's a fine line between some of this music. You know, between certainly, I, as you already said, Turkish and Armenian, but even the Greek stuff. Sometimes it's it's hard to say. Yeah. Turkish Greek, it gets a little oh fuzzy. Yeah. There was a big Turkish influence on Greek music when the, when the Greeks were dominated by the Ottoman Empire. They influenced Greek music. And then when the, all the Greeks had to get out of Smyrna, which was in, on the other side of the, uh, the water from Greece in, in Turkey, but it was a Greek city and they all had to leave there in the 1922 or something. And they brought this this kind of Turkish style of Greek music back to Greece with them. That's the story I heard anyway. Hmm. There's a big distortion right in the middle of this record where she ululates so loudly that it distorts the the microphone equipment. Cool. I think that's the same case on your copy, I think. Yeah. Engineer was losing his mind. And my copy has that same sticker on it. Huh.
Hanum. That place where she ululates there and distorts the machinery. Oh, yeah. I can imagine the engineers going crazy when that happened. <laughs> but the owner says, release it. Three minutes, it couldn't have did it again. Taking too much time. Right. And what's he gonna do? Tell her don't ululate? Yeah, <laughs> I don't think so. Is that great Uncle Dave Macon story? What's that? Uncle Dave Macon tells her that I guess it was the vocalian in the beginning when the uh, vocalian engineer told Uncle Dave Macon to settle down and you know try and uh, you know, not shout too loud or anything. And Uncle Dave Macon says to the guy, listen, Cap, I got a lot of get up and go, and no upstart smart aleck and New York engineer is going to tell me how I can sing. But, you know, thank God, because you get the feeling from listening to so many records recorded, you know, uh, in America during that period that they told these guys to be more subdued. And the guys that you can just tell were, like, rowdy guys who sound oh, yeah. kind of like a little... 
too laid back and then they get you even hear people say oh those guys you know, aren't really good but of course they were you know th that was the, the the studios had to be so sterile and then you had these idiot engineers which i i you know no offense to some of the people i work with but i i work with these guys yeah. who all they care about is you know mm -hmm. the perfect level and the that's perfect right. everything and the, the performance is so secondary that yeah. they would tell them anything like yeah. yeah that's really great when you stomp your foot and you shout just let's not do that because it kind of messes up the yeah. mic. oh yeah it's like, but that's the whole thing what are you talking about like i see it in television just you know like like everything is about how it looks to the director like when we're shooting music huh. you know oh, yeah. it's never about what's going to get huh. the greatest performance huh. from the musician it's about the look right. you know they yeah. want the camera to swoop in on a wide shot and pull out and do yeah. this and whatever mm -hmm. but w w what if like the 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 take that we did like the music was fucked up for some reason never matters yeah you know it, it's only what it looks like yeah you know? it's the same thing with these recordings you know yeah. it's like well we want a perfect sound level and you know we don't want any banging and, and also you, know, you cetera, can't move cetera, around cetera, too much got a say this certain amount of distance from the microphone and not, not to mention that just some of these guys whether they were white or black or whatever were just so rural and they weren't used to these like you know professional city guys and i'm sure they were intimidated some of them anyways and then when they were told hey you know you're a little too rowdy they probably took that to really make them feel bad like derogatory yeah. like we're too country we're too redneck That's right yeah and it probably killed the whole vibe and like you know thank god someone like Macon like was able to say like hey fuck you, you know, because when he cap. stomps his feet on those i mean you hear that sometimes you know when he stomps his feet it kind of cuts out the banjo and everything but it's it's great yeah, i mean like old sure. plank road what if he wasn't doing the sure the the buck dancing thing on old plank road i'm sure they told him not to do that i'm sure he's yeah. like yeah okay captain you just hit the button there. You know. Now listen, Cap, I got a lot of get up and go. That's so good.
Istanbul Quartet. We've got time for a couple more. Yeah, we never did get to the uh, Armenian stuff. We got too much good Turkish stuff here. Yeah. So we'll just play, finish it out with a couple more Turkish records, and then do a whole other broadcast of Armenian records. Which that yeah, sounds good. Enough good stuff to make a whole show, definitely. Oh yeah. Okay, so let's listen to this. Fikri Hanim. It's a female singer and okay. band. Thank you. 
That was nice. Yeah. Really nice. Okay, the last record of the program is, uh, I think it's called a lira, some kind of stand-up fiddle thing. Hmm. Kamani Memda Bay, but Bay is some kind of, you know, Appalachian, like Effendi or... Yeah, everybody's Bay or... Yeah. Right. Professor. Right, something like that. There's a lot of noons and a lot of... uh, Yeah. Anyway. Let's get a picture. Instrumental. All right. Well, thanks again for doing it. (laughs) Yeah, we'll see you next time. Yeah. I see you first. (laughs) (laughs) You you dirty... audience so long for a while we love that's you. all the songs for a while we love you we love you audience thanks for tuning in to john's old-time radio show Ooh, that was nice. please join us next time where john will chastise you call you stupid and say fuck off thank you and good night well, that's I'm, great. I'm great i'm gonna use that in every Fun. show every show is gonna end that's with that from now on. You could have had.